Well, hello everybody. This is Hart's demo for a another particulate matter insertion. Um, I've spoken to many people about the concept of the universe, unlimited plane of existence. Tesla referred to as a realm rather than a, a land mass or what have you. And um, I think it's the Teslian model that we can kind of offshoot into the fact that uh, materialism emerged from a non-material entity uh, maker, uber creator. So on day one of materialism, the creation formed an unlimited land mass. And this is where it gets a little... Um, uh, mind-bending, I guess you could say, and that is at the edge of this infinite plane, infinite terra firma, um, mixed with ocean, of course. Um, it's always being expanded further out, so infinity's edge has an infinite creation going on and on, even further out. I think this is what would keep such a creative entity, the source of creation, from being bored once again. The whole reason to make materialism was probably boredom outweighed the sheer peace and just the contemplation of the the source just decided to make another realm. This, uh, th this realm that Tesla refers to as the earthen realm or the uh, material realm. And unlimited suns, black hole suns, moons and stars, wandering stars, fixed stars in certain regional areas. Whirling, whirling from the whirling dervish um, concept. So... Each section has its whirl around, uh, has its light source, moon and black sun source that whirl around above it and through perspective. It looks like that they are setting, but they're actually just going around, coming back around. So infinite suns, infinite moons, infinite stars, infinite black suns, um, in all of these infinite areas, civilizations of other created beings, yeah, perhaps blue skin, scales, maybe tails, ability to fly, perhaps hybrid with animals. We don't really know. Um, it's difficult to empirically judge something or observe something when you can't get to that area. Uh, you know, when the science laboratory is only one city block, uh, you're not going to be able to do just any old experiment on any old area, you know, you're kind of confined, that analogy. But really with this uh, inserted particulate matter that it's stretching on now to be a little bit more than a particulate, really wanted to talk about was the fact that infinite creation at the edge, um, the ancients had this view of a, a land that perhaps extended unknown uh, distance, uh, because their empirical uh, testing was nowhere near what we have in, 
in this era, this this epoch of with technology, they didn't even have you know balloons that would go very high. Uh, well, well, balloons at all, uh, and uh, th they didn't have certainly any kind of rocket with cameras attached. Uh, nothing like that. So back in the day, they could only speculate. Well, we don't know how how long that how far that ocean is. What's next? I mean, it's getting cold. You know, you know, you got. Captain Cook and his journeys going around, charting, finding uh, very cold areas, uh, perhaps too cold to further venture out in a, a sailing vessel. I mean, it doesn't go that fast, really. Let's get a good, strong headwind. So, essentially, um, they were landlocked, uh, ocean-locked, technology-locked, um, till the Vikings, the Northmen, came around. You know, they got their... They're flat-bottom boats, uh, not fat-bottom girls. So this flat-bottom boat that has oars on each side and, of course, the traditional sails. And so now you're not really landlocked. You drag the darn thing across the land. you got all these Northmen, you know, these, these Viking marauder pirates that can pull this thing across the land, get back in the water, and keep moving on. Untethered, unfeathered, unhinged, unregulated. No treaty. You know, don't stop me now. You know, I could refer once again to the Mercurial Queen band. Um, so there you go. They perhaps uh, founded a nearby civilization, continents or whatever, and maybe just kept going on. And... It's just astounding to think about that, but you can't even really think in this direction unless first you understand that there is no, I, I hesitate to use the word glow or flat earth dome anymore or hollow earth anymore because all those models really are essentially confinement models. Uh, this is all the land you get no more. Uh, you don't have a rocket ship to break free into the outer spatial realms that we put inside your mind to think you're on. So just forget about it. Give it up. This is it. This is all you can do. And what a mind-hampering, and what the word religion in Latin, religio, it means to withhold or to bind. What a mind-binder. Not a mind-bender, but a mind-binder. To be told that you exist on a limited area. And not only that, but why don't we add in some fear factor uh, to this, this, this withheld, mind-binded view of the Earth. So, uh, Spaceship Earth, yeah, you know, Spaceship Earth. We're just uh, rotating around and randomly going throughout the uh, universe, you know. And, uh, hopefully we won't run into any issues or problems, you know, meteors uh, colliding with other planets or accidentally tipping into the roulette wheel, spinning down into a black hole, into oblivion. Uh, yeah, this, these fears are in the back of people's minds when you, when you think you're on this limited model, you know, you're just going to be at the mercy of random happenstance and a universal void of 
neutron burning and bouncing gravitational particles beaming across your bow and uh, just, you know, uh, hopefully we'll dodge another black hole, you know, this year and just keep going around. Um, and, and, and really it makes absolutely no sense when you just think of the fact that the stars are so fixed and able to pr predict that they have dames, they have locations in the sky that they are trustedly every evening there if you have a clear sky to view. Big Dippers and Orions and Leos and all these zodiacally based star patterns and arrangements. And the first question I have is if this predictability to the point of putting it on an app, put your phone up to the sky and you can literally see the map of these stars. Um, if we're going through this random spaceship Earth uh, trajectory, spinning and turning and everything, it, it doesn't make any sense that the stars are in such predictable alignment. And just consider that alone. So really, I think the debate should shift from the shape, you know, to the realm, the concept of the realm. Are we on a closed um, realm or, or system or paradigm, or are we on an infinite, uh, unending paradigm? And where it gets muddled is people say, well, yeah, we got a universe out there that's unending, you know, until you factor in the, what are the warping of the, the universe I and the multiverse, you know, Doctor Strange, Marvel, DC type thing. It's just like uh, Bob Ross painting a happy little cloud, painting a happy little galaxy and a happy little concept and paradigm. Just literally, it's just, it's just creativity. It's just, it's just, it's nothing that's really based on reality. When science. When science and scientists proudly refer to their star charts as empirical evidence and their, their Kepler effects and their, 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 their red shifts and white shifts and all these far out speculative things, you know, you can't base science on imagination. And, and uh, I think a lot of scientists are hoodooed. I think they're just completely given false information and accept it as real. And if you go against it, if you, you know, like in the, in the profession of big medical, people discover cures for allopathic diseases every day, but they're silenced usually. Uh, they're taken out of the equation by more powerful and uh, more intrusive and controlling entities uh, that find out that they have discovered yet again another doctor has cured cancer. Well, we need to go talk to them and, and and see how fascinating this really is. And then while we're there, we'll just kind of accidentally eliminate the doctor in some creative way, you know. Oh, it was an accident, uh, you know. It was an old car anyway, you know, whatever. Uh, he slipped and fell. Yeah. So... um this is the, where we are. We have a battle between the controlling factors and entities and our own, um, I guess, speculation, creativity-based uh, theoretical 
positions. So it's a battle of theories, really. So when you have a battle of theories, you you really got to look at, well, what would I have done if I were the ultimate prima source? Would I have created a limited model, you know, for my precious people, my my beloved creation to live on this limited uh, spaceship Earth, you know, running around in fear of being exploded, blown up, hit by a meteor, black hole, nuky nuked from within, you know, the Chewy Center explodes out. And <laughs> I, I just don't think I would do that. Not Certainly not when I have the ability to, as an entity, hypothetically, make materialism in a first first off established correct way make it right the first time you know type of thing uh stitching time saves nine um you know don't don't cry over a spilt milky way <laughs> i could throw that in there but essentially if you are smart enough as an entity to make materialism, you're not going to start off the bat by making some susceptible, you know, blue marble that's going to get bounced around. So this is just a thought I thought I'd throw out there for you. Think about this, uh, this edge always constantly being made at the infinite edge. And you got to say to yourself, how do you have the edge of an infinite plane if it never ends, well, it doesn't ever end really in perspective, but in, in the creator, the source maker's mind and uh, abilities, yeah, uh, infinite things still are, are made. It, it's, it's hard to put your mind around, but you just got to understand um, it, it, all things like that, you know, we... we we as the created being that can tap into our source, it's kind of hard for us to think how that might work out. But, I mean, with uh, with the help of the Hollywood movies and imaginations and, um, you know, liberty taken by authors to make fantasy and imagination and science fiction, it's really not that hard to think of something like that, uh, that there's an infinite edge, but it's always being made more infinite. Anyway, just something to think about. And I completely disagree with uh, Isaac Asimov in his book, The Universe, From Flat Earth to Quasars, I think is what it's titled. He writes in there in the first couple of pages that um, mankind or humans don't have the ability to think of an infinite um, anything. Infinity is hard for them to perceive. And then they throw this infinite universe out there in the next breath. Isaac, hey, you're not fooling anybody, you know. <laughs> um the earth can be an infinite plane, and that's not hard to fathom. Okay. All right. Well, this is Art Stemmel. Thank you for tuning in today. Trying to get some of these um, thoughts out of the way out there as they come again. Starting to uh, wind down the busyness, I guess, and uh, maybe amp up more attention to the podcast. So thanks for tuning in. If you are interested in sponsoring uh, any kind of financial assistance, you can send it through PayPal to the email address. Click here. It's H-E-A-R uh, at, let's see, click here, podcast at gmail.com or at protonmail.com. Either one of those will do. 
Um, and appreciate your support. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Um, if I meet you out there in public, it's great to talk to people. Um, I'm amazed more and more how many people are aware of some of these wild concepts, like some of the other podcasts I've done. You know, and but it's just like they feel they're not able to share. So, you know, and then there's this clubhouse app I've, I've found out where, where people can get on there and start talking. I might I might look into that and start trying to gather some people and talk about some of these things through that clubhouse audible um, app type thing where you can um, have a room of people listening in with their device and they have the ability to raise their hand and contribute to the conversation. Check into that if you've not done that yet. All right, well, have a great uh, rest of your day or the evening, whenever you're listening to this. Don't forget to click here. Tell your friends to click here, H-E-A-R. We'll talk to you later.